welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearedCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of ClearedCast. I'm your host, Katie Keller, and today we have leadership from the Intelligence and National Security Alliance's newest council for justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, also known as the Jedi Council. So Nicole Gibson is a partner with GuideHouse in the national security segment and has over 20 years experience providing management consulting to the federal government, providing clients with insight and guidance as they seek to transform their organizations, increase transparency, better serve their customers, and increase operational effectiveness. Larry Thomas is with us on the line as well. He is the Chief Culture, Diversity, and Inclusion Officer at Penn State University's Applied Research Lab and for a long time has served as a trusted advisor for a host of influential employers, executives, and board of directors across industries and sectors. He currently serves on the Council of the Brookings Institution and the Society of Fellows Engagement Committee of the Aspen Institute. So thank you both for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us, Katie. Yes, thank you. Wonderful. So, Nicole, let's start with you. A little bit about you and your relationship to INSA. Yeah, thanks so much. Well, it's tough to top the intro you already gave me, but I guess what I would add to it is I've been very involved in INSA over the past decade or so in, in different initiatives that are helping us to develop the future workforce. So um, those students coming out of college who are very interested in pursuing careers in intelligence, you know, those that have, have had established careers in, in government and other parts of our industry that are interested in, in maybe joining the, the business side of things. So being a part of, of JEDI and working with Larry on this um, is just the next, I think, iteration in my career and very excited to get started with this council. Excellent. Now, Larry, what about you, your relationship with INSA? I'm one of the newest members of INSA. I've been involved uh, in the last few months and really excited about the, the JEDI Council. It's, it's really what in inspired me to get engaged. Uh, the Applied Research Laboratory has been involved for a very long time, but I'm, I'm new to the INSA family and happy to be here. Well, let's start with you, Larry, having a chat on this one. It, what about the importance of these councils and national security and how is the Jedi Council a little bit different? Yeah, so the Jedi Council, it puts justice first. I think very often you hear folks talk about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, but the justice for minimized and marginalized groups often is just us. But um, putting justice first was important for INSA, and it means that we want to make things as equitable as possible, not, not equal but equitable. And that may mean uh, looking at the ways we can right some of the wrongs, if you will, of the past. And that's why this council is important. How is the question, right? I think bringing together the who um, to focus on the what, but really starting to answer the how do we do this in national security in a way that provides uh, pathways to successful careers in intelligence and national security. So that, for me, is why this council is so important, is putting some of those benchmarks in place and also, you know, strategically analyzing what is already here. Yeah, no, I think I think that's great. I think the other thing that I think is so special about INSA and creating this council is, you know, INSA is, is comprised of, of th kind of three 
parts, right? There's industry, there's government, and there's academia. And I think if you want to make long-lasting change in the national security space when it comes to justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, as, as Larry was pointing out, our acronym, I think it's really important to have that trinity be involved because it's it's kind of a life cycle, if you will, of, of different parts of different careers and how do you take those different perspectives and combine them in a way so that you can make long-lasting change um, and, and really affect the makeup of our industry, right? And so I think just having academia, industry, and, and government involved in INSA has really made this council special. That's very true. You know, you see on these DEI councils, like you said, Larry, missing that justice component. And so that that's really cool and really important. And along with having all of those entities involved in creating the conversation. And if you lose one of those, you are losing a voice at that table. So that's that's very special. What about the thought process behind the Jedi Council and talking a little bit about what you both hope to achieve individually as well? Nicole, let's start with you. Yeah, I think, you know, the the thought process behind it is, as I was kind of saying in my intro, is the INSA is very committed to to making long-lasting change in the community and having an impact in the areas where it can really, you know, make that change, right? And so the creation of this council, one, it's been something that's been talked about with the membership for a while. And so I think really having a focus area to, or focus group to look at um, what changes we need to make, how we need to come up with a real plan for this going forward um, was something that was was paramount to, to INSA. And so in terms of what I hope to individually achieve, you know, as, as you were saying, Katie, in my intro, I'm, I'm very into strategic planning, right? And so I think I'm very fortunate to be a co-chair with Larry and his expertise from an academic perspective to really put in a strategy, a real roadmap for how we're going to incorporate this change so that in 10 years, when we look back, we can we can see the difference that this group has hopefully made um, by the, the strategy that we will have put in place. I don't know, Larry, what your thoughts are on that. I, I really I agree with everything you said. And, and for me, individually, being able to work with Nicole on that roadmap, specifically identifying those those benchmarks that we can use, all the different members of of uh, Ensa can use across you know all the different areas of diversity, from supplier diversity to recruitment and benefits and assessment, marketing, even leadership and accountability in our organizations. How does justice, uh, equity, diversity, and inclusion touch all those different areas? Um, so putting some benchmarks in place so that people understand what does it mean to be exemplary in this space? And then what are some indicators of needing improvement? So I think sometimes when you don't aggregate a data can hide inequity. And so it'll be important for us to disaggregate as much of this information that we gather as possible. That's wonderful. And so speaking of benchmarks, let's talk a little bit about what the priority areas are for the council. And then I'm not sure in your past experience on councils like this, what kind of benchmarks you might be able to, you know, put in place. Nicole, let's start with you, what the priority areas are. So I think, you know, we're, we're just kicking this off. So we're, we're still trying to, to storm, I guess, in, in that respect in terms of what our priorities are. But I guess at a high level, it's, you know, getting input from industry, getting our little council together to figure out what that roadmap is going to look like, what those milestones will look like. 
Um, and then I'm sure people that are listening have seen the INSA calendar. If you haven't, I would go to the INSA website. There's a, a plethora of events over the course of the year. And so one of the things that Larry and I are looking at, um, along with other members of the council, is how do we get a more of a Jedi kind of flavor to some of the events that are coming up this year that have been part of the INSA tradition of, of what they put on annually. So we're looking at those kind of scheduled events and then where there's gaps in terms of other programming, working with the INSA staff to, to figure out how we can fill those gaps and, and really address more of these needs for the community. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I would say that we have to continue to remain curious about how do we embed JEDI, Justice, Equity, Diversity, Inclusion, in INSA, into INSA. And that's, you know, reviewing the ways that it, we, we show up, right, in the vision, the mission, the values, um, any plans that the other councils may have, goals the organization may have. Are there policies and protocols and practices within the organization as well as um, it, its membership that we can look into as far as um, compliance uh, with law and, and, you know, just providing those benchmarks as I, I keep uh, touching on, making sure that it's attractive to everyone, right? That um, folks that are members of ENSA, that uh, there are people that may be disengaged, but may not see themselves reflected in some of the activities. And so really kind of examining that and going back to what Nicole said, how do we engage them? How do we get them involved in the different activities that ENSA offers, but maybe they don't see themselves in it or know how to get involved? Sure. We're going to talk about how others can get involved, but first, do is there a council, other members of the council in place currently, or are you accepting members? And then Lastly, how can others get involved in some of the other programming going on or really be a part of the conversation? We are getting a lot of folks who are interested kind of reaching out to us individually and reaching out to members of INSA. So Larry Hanauer, who um, is one of the VPs at INSA, who is kind of the liaison for this council with Larry and I, is helping to kind of look at all those folks who are interested and and kind of figure out next steps. I think we have a meeting coming up at the end of May um, to do that. But if there's other folks who are interested, by all means, you know, reach out to myself, reach out to Larry um, via LinkedIn or, you know, if you have our emails or, or definitely go to the INSA website um, and, and reach out to, to the team there. They'd be happy to connect you with us. Excellent. So closing thoughts for our listeners, anything about justice, diversity, equity and inclusion that you'd like to share with our audience today? Larry, let's start with you. Yeah, I, w- I would say that now is the time to get involved. We, uh, as a country, as a community, are, are in desperate need of, of, of interdependence, getting back to interdependence, getting back to, to um, community, as I mentioned. And so that, that begins with everybody coming together um, and sharing their perspectives and listening to other perspectives, really listening and, and not just hearing, but listening means that you're going to demonstrate that you get it. And I think for a lot of folks coming from those um, historically underrepresented, underserved, often underestimated backgrounds, they don't feel listened to, they don't feel engaged or involved. And so if we're going to attract people to um, the intelligence and national security uh, defense industry, uh, as well as retain the folks that we do have, we've got to start listening and engaging with this group and meeting them where they are and to, together getting to where we could be. So believe in that possibility, but uh, get involved, get engaged. Wonderful. Well said. Re- attracting and retaining that talent is very important. I know that we've seen 
more folks are leaving the national security field that than are entering. And so it is really important to get that talent in, but make sure that it is a diverse perspectives. Excellent point, Larry. Nicole, what about you? Any closing thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, I want to go back to a point that Larry made earlier about, you know, how we all show up, right? And so in in preparing for this council and getting more involved, I've done a lot of, you know, research, looked at a lot of studies and listened to a lot of podcasts. And so there's a lot of discussion around, you know, what organizations are doing. And I think within the national security space, we can all be very proud of you know, the, the hiring of chief equity and, and inclusion officers, the the development of strategies and roadmaps um, to go with that. So from an organizational perspective, I think we're, we're doing, we're on the right path, I'll say. But at the end of the day, it goes back to what Larry said about how we all individually show up, right? And so, you know, I just challenge the listeners today, one, get involved with, with Jedi, please reach out. There's a on the, there's a link on the homepage to to actually join. So please reach out and do that. But also think about how you are showing up every day and when it comes to this topic, because we have so many opportunities to amplify voices that are not being heard or to um, you know really include people in ways that they maybe haven't been included before. And these micro steps, I think, will really help us in transforming what it means to be diverse and inclusive, particularly in our space in the next you know decade or so. So. I, you know, I challenge our listeners to, to think about that as, as we go forward. Wonderful. Yes, everyone needs to individually show up, but you also know, need to get involved with groups like the Jedi Council, the Intelligence and National Security Alliance, partners of Clearance Jobs constantly have discussions and programming on better assessing some of the IC's challenges when it comes to justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. So this Jedi Council is going to recommend actionable solutions. They'll have those benchmarks. They'll research, discuss, and analyze all of these different issues that we discussed today and that affect government agencies, cleared contractors, and academia. We need all three. So we're really excited to see what comes next for Jedi. But in the meantime, for more IC news or information on justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com. Bye.